Episode 4 of the greatest podcast ever. Play us in. Old music, song, sound, stuff. Disidor, and this is another edition of Passes Prime Podcast, and I'm joined always by Steve Disidor. Mike Disidor. Uh, Zach is on assignment. We're not sure what assignment he's on, but he's not with us this uh, this podcast. He's in Seoul. He thought the Olympics were this week. Yes. He, really, he, that's, you know, unfortunately, he might he might be there. So <laughs> he gets a little bit confused. He's a skiing now. Yeah, he's he might have skiing. He wanted to go he might test have, his luck at the he Olympics. He got pranked. They said yeah. the U.S. team said we needed him. A Nigerian prince. <laughs> from Seoul. <laughs> Seoul, from right. From Seoul, as he gave Or he's working on some kind of back channels to solve the whole crisis over there. But oh, wow. That, <laughs> that could be. You know, we don't have an ambassador to South Korea. Exactly. We do not. And we also, he did like the Bridge of Spies. Oh, okay. The Tom, Cru- uh, the Tom Hanks and movie. Tom Cruise movie. Tom the Tom Cruise, Cruise movie, too. Tom he looks Cruise like Tom Cruise. Tom He's Hanks. the shortest Tom Cruise. He looks like Tom Cruise, but he acts like we're, Tom We're Hanks. being mean to Zach. No, we're not. We're not. No, we're being mean to Tom Cruise. Now, we always start our podcast with who or what is past their prime. Oh. And Stephen, you have... The candidate. Here lies. Who is past their Toys are us. Toys are us. Yes. It was uh, pretty sad. Part of your childhood, Mikey, your childhood, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Was Toys R Us part of your childhood, or was Toys R Us introduced? I didn't get toys in my childhood. (laughs) (laughs) But that's a whole other story. Yeah, I was... uh, on the way up here, I got out of Penn Station and I, you know, walked from walked from Penn to Grand Central and on Forty Second on the corner, there's a a Toys R Us, right? And um, yeah, everything was going out. There wasn't any really great toys, though. I got to say, I mean, the kids, uh-huh. none of us have young kids here yes. that we know of. Maybe Mike does. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Mike, I don't know. Right. None that he Mike. knows of, exactly. Yeah. None that I know of, right? Um, you know, so I. Um, well, the thing about Toys R Us is it's all games now. It's not toys yeah. as much anymore. It's all, I want a tablet, I want a computer, I, right. want, a, I want video games. So, right, so kids don't want toys as much, and no. you also have, like, you're competing with Amazon and all these other things. Exactly. Yeah. You're going to fight in a toy store? Yeah. For, like, three, like, the, the days of Talking Elmo or yeah. the Cabbage Patch Dolls. Or when whatever. a drone can drop it off at your house now. <laughs> Get it in, like, a day? Yeah. Do you want to sit through that? It's just a shame that that's a lot of can stores. You, Dad, do you have any good memories of getting us gifts at Toys oh. R Us? To, just to memorialize Toys R Us? Let me tell you. When you like have when... kids that you have Christmas... Then you've got a son that's born the day after Christmas. Oh. And then you've got a son that's born two days after Christmas. Yeah. We were at Toys R Us like for the month of December, basically. Because <laughs> it was get this toy, get that. And that's when fig action figures of the Batman cave or the Ninja Turtles or whatever. Did you have a least favorite toy you had to get? Ever, like, was there any, like, God, I can't find this toy? Like, before Amazon and the internet, like, and you could only go to the Toys no, R Us in Denver? As as, you know, because between everybody asking you guys in like September what you wanted, we had a pretty good deal of what we were going to get. We'd go out early and get our 
get our gifts. <laughs> what is going on? We got in the back? We, we got, got construction like, going. We got on a construction the, the going on outside here. Uh, but that's a, but that's uh, that's the leaf blower. Well, I'll say it, I'll pick it up. Whatever you tell me, I'll say we're it. good. We're good now. Okay, but that's the <laughs> leaf blower. <laughs> we're dad, We're back. Yeah. My gardener's a little uh, early or a little late. Uh, goodness that gracious! Could you get a leaf blower? Was there ever a time at Toys R Us you could get a leaf blower? Well, you could get though a lot of like toys. You could get the saw. Yeah, and the hammer and the but tool. The toy belt. saw, the toy saw. They're, they're all in plastic. Right, they, all, they didn't really have the leaf blower toy at that point, <laughs> but there was a snow blower at that point. Oh you my could get. god! But you guys miss Toys R Us. I mean, is it something like you never really went to Toys R Us that much, Mike? No, yeah, I really. So that not, wasn't no. a thing. For I, you know, man, you I got games. That's you what I want. Games, yeah, you were a Lego yeah. guy. Yeah, I love Legos. That's all I would do. Did you? Yeah. What do you mean? I had like five shelves full of Legos. Oh my god! We used to have shelves in this back room. We're I don't in remember this that. lovely new studio that we're working on. Oh, he would build Legos constantly. Did he? Good guy. job. Well, yeah, I did, I did so much with an engineer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I did right. so much with engineer. my Lego yeah, building. Yeah, that's what I had thoughts of too, but... Yeah, Mikey being an engineer and Mikey being care of I'm an here engineer to... or an architect, but here he is doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> How the mighty have fallen, Mikey. Yes. Yeah, I know. I'm here yes. to disappoint everybody. You know what it is? like? Just like in a sense, like it's... You know, the, the, I guess the rule of, to to quote. I know we talked about John F. Kennedy last time, but to quote him a little bit, who um, passed his prime? By who the, the, no, him, not himself. Just documentaries about him. Just documentaries um, about it. He said that changed the law of life, right? Right. And it, right. and I'm paraphrasing. You know, changes the law of life, and it's sad in the sense that like something that was there is. I'm sure, he was referring to Toys R Us. Exactly. He was giving an address uh, that about bookstores, yeah, you know, malls, true. You know, like, I know where like, you have to leave your house, right? So, like in a sense, but it's also like part of the bigger culture of like everything's kind of shifting to you can get everything delivered to you. So, you know, we're we're seeing a big societal shift. I just hope it we wind up being okay. Well, you know um, who'd really be upset though is talking about is Zach. Oh, Zach, I know Zach. Zach is Zach very needs to say goodbye to anything. That, you know what, though? Let's just give this to the... Zach is not doing this episode because he's distraught <laughs> that, that might Toys be what it's all about. The Toys R Us. Closing. Is closing. It's true. Oh, man. I'm sure the last day he might just get a picture taken in front of it or something. Well, his buddy Ian, shout out to Ian Donaldson, used to work at Toys R Us, right? Ian, did he work at... Yeah. Well, you know what? Ian also worked at Blockbuster. <laughs> so maybe we're drawing a comparison <laughs> yeah. here to Ian. Hey, I remember Every story Ian, I will say, had the hookup at Blockbuster. That was amazing. <laughs> He but did well. He was working now at Home Depot, though. Yes. So let's hope Home Depot. No, think, Home Depot's going. I think under. Home Depot. No, no, no let's imagine. not catch no, that. I'm just saying, no, we're going to put Home Depot that's... out of business. No, because but it, he'd be three for three then. <laughs> you mean three? Get the hat Well, Home Depot, I think <laughs> like people still like going to. Like Home Depot is one of the stores. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't compare like Toys R Us to Home, Home Depot because like yeah, kids may not get toys anymore, but I'm still going to need to work on my house. I still need drywall. Yeah, I still. I <laughs> no, but like the consumer, the older consumer who likes. Home Depot still likes going there. Oh, we'll see. Who the hell knows? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know the average home, home, because home Depot, Depot puts out the mom and pop little uh, stores. Right, of, yes. of, like, uh, that's the thing because you can get that 10 tons of of equipment there where you can't get it at uh, your local hardware store. Shout out to the local hardware stores. Shout out. And we've got a lot to get to. We've yes. got the draft. We've got Odell Beckham Jr. Major League Baseball starting. We want to touch on the Masters. We have to talk about LeBron passing Michael Jordan in every way for 800 and what 68 straight 67 days, games 867 yeah, straight games of 10 points Jordan. or more. He's just unbelievable. We'll get into that. 
And I think we also want to get into the fact that uh, Kevin Durant leads the league, I think, in being thrown out of games. Injection, so I know how you feel about that, Michael. But I just want to give a shout-out to the Notre Dame women who beat UConn in the semifinal game, 91-89 in overtime. Now, the men couldn't do it. Our football team couldn't do it. But we're going to a championship game. So being a Notre Dame lover, I have to give a shout-out to the ladies. Got to give a shout-out to the women's team. And, uh, you know what, though? They've finally gotten over that hump. They couldn't, they've always been a really good basketball great, team. And they had four people on that team, four girls on that team. Yeah. All have ACL injuries out for the year. They wow. still made it. So, uh, Coach McGraw and the whole team. Coach McGraw. Shout out to, Shout out to Tim McGraw. McGraw. Right, Tim McGraw. Right. All the way. And I hope uh, that is how I pronounce her name properly. Who was the player you really liked in the 90s? Ruth Riley? Of, remember? Was that Ruth Riley? Ruth Riley. She used to play for Notre Dame. Am I thinking of the right person? Uh, now you got me on the hook Who was there. the... I thought it was Ruth Riley. She's an MBA. Ah, well. Ruth Doris Riley. Burke. That's Doris. the only NBA, like WNBA player that no, I know. Doris Burke did not Doris Burke, are you sure? Doris Burke didn't, yeah. play, the, didn't play at Notre Dame. Now I can I, yeah, I'm Now sure. you've got me, uh, I feel bad here. Ruth Riley, I don't... Uh, may have been... Uh, Rebecca Lobo? Rebecca Lobo played at UConn. Oh. She was a UConn. <laughs> UConn. There was Lisa Leslie who played the WNBA. Well, no, I know Lisa Leslie. She's probably the greatest. She's the best women's basketball player of all time. Lisa uh, Leslie, Cheryl Swoops. Yeah, Lisa. You know. Well, you have. Yeah, I, we, we can go with that. But now we're, now <laughs> we're really good. All I want to do is give a shout-out to the Notre shout Dame out women. Shout-out to Notre Dame women. So, but I'm going to look Holding up Ruth Riley. we got to look up Ruth, Ruth Riley. Riley and see if well, that was that's what Zach's out on a mission doing. <laughs> Zach's checking he, he Ruth knew Riley. that Ruth Riley Zach's investigative reporting. <laughs> Right. Like, who's that one player in the 90s that had, Notre like, Dame Riley? Female basketball players. No, shout out to Notre Dame. I think that hey, they've, look, they got Mississippi State coming up. Mississippi State, and we're going to take them down and win the championship. But we have down. to get to other things here. Other have a things. ton of stuff to get other to. Things, yes. We've got the NFL draft. Mm-hmm. So I want to tie that into Odell Beckham because yep. we're all Giant fans here. Mm-hmm. Well, we got a, a diehard Die hard in you, Steven. So I want to mm-hmm. start with you. Mm-hmm. You're the GM in the New York football mm-hmm. Giants. Mm-hmm. You've got the second pick in the draft. Yep. They were also saying that they're throwing it out there. They'll take two number one picks for Beckham. Right. This year and next year. What would you do? You know, I'm so conflicted because I think that they don't know exactly what they're doing. They haven't declared, are they rebuilding, totally rebuilding? Have they committed to it? Or are they still are they in this where they think they're in this in between phase, where they're going to try and rebuild while still trying to win like at this moment, on the fly. like rebuild like exactly. Two year turnaround. So if if it were clear that it were a fire sale, yeah, get rid of Odell Beckham. You start from scratch. But it looks like they're going to move forward with Eli this year. But it looks like they're also going to take a quarterback at number two. Nice. So. Unless I'm overwhelmed, you get two, you get two high picks. Whether it's the Bills this year, or we were talking, you know, the Niners or the Browns or some of these right. other. You're, this you're, and next year, yeah, this and next year. Um, it well is two first round picks enough for the maybe the best receiver in football? I you know you have to make that determination. Is that enough for Odell Beckham Jr.? Well, the thing is, you're not going to trade him in the NFC. I don't think. Right. Unless you're over the NFC East, at least. Not, well, definitely not the NFC East, but I think if, if you're going to look at it, yeah, the 49ers would be a great place for them to land because they have the number nine pick this year and another one 
and they'll get the first round next year. But I wouldn't trade him in the NFC at all because you don't want to see him. Right. Unless you're going to play like when they have to play it. Especially uh, someone like the Niners or the Rams who are thinking right, of getting in right, the game for Al Beckham. Now, if, if Two went, teams on the rise, by the way. Exactly. If he went to the, let's say, the L.A. Chargers, mm-hmm. which are a faceless team, and they're mm-hmm. going to move it to a new stadium in a couple of years. They've mm-hmm. got the 17th pick this year. They can get a, another high pick next year for him. He makes them relevant because mm-hmm. somebody will care about the, except for, um, you know, the, what the Chargers have is the is um, an aging Pat, uh, not Patrick Rivers, Philip Rivers. Rivers. Yeah, so that's all you have on that team. So he adds something to to them. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't trade him. Obviously, within the division, like you said, right. and I wouldn't trade him within the NFC. So right. if I can get a team, or maybe you know another team that that's looking for a receiver is the Baltimore Ravens, and they can handle people with like like Beckham. They they don't have a number one. I don't think really right. a true number one, and he would be a true number one. And him every you know two times a, a year going against Antonio Brown and Beckham that would be fun to watch. That would be that bringing out the creative juices uh, yeah. heavy on, on you know for those two teams. But to move him, it, it's tough because he is such a big part of their their. Should the Giants have? This is the question then to me. Should the Giants, if they were going to bring in a new head coach, a new GM, basically bring down? You realize that. Either this era, which is Eli, is really the only vestige of two Super Bowl wins. You know, right. Coughlin's gone. Right. That whole like they had a really good offensive line during that period with with David Deal and Sean O'Hara oh, yeah. and McKenzie and a lot of those other guys and a great defensive line. Strahan obviously left a long time ago. OC Tuck, yeah. all those guys are gone. Right. And with McAdoo. There was always the sense that McAdoo was going to be was kind of like the coach in waiting, whether mm-hmm. it was implicit or explicit. When he got that job, right. it really felt like at least some of the rumors were that he was the coach in waiting. And then he gets the job after Coughlin, mm-hmm. and then their offense was supposed to now it right take and it, off. It and didn't. So now it feels like they're really kind of rebuilding. You have a, Jerry Reese is gone, and right. we've heard for many years Jerry Reese was. One, and he, I think there's an argument to be made that he was good. He helped build a couple of Super Bowl winning teams. But, he also but then he also didn't, didn't know how to backfill the roster yeah, that's after him, right? 2012. So then really, to me, if you were going to get rid of Reese, McAdoo, why not just say we're going to rebuild wall-to-wall? Right. And they've almost kind of said, on the one hand, we think Eli can has maybe one or two more years of... So they're kind of banking on hopefully winning... Now, right. while holding on to Eli, bringing in Ogletree, uh, uh, Alec Ogletree, uh, am I, the linebacker from yeah, right. Rams. So they're bringing in a, Rams, a very right. good linebacker. Right. Right. They brought in Nate Solder. Right. They're bringing in uh, Jonathan Stewart. Right, right. A little bit older for running back. Um, but character guys, too, that maybe change the culture in the locker room. A right, if, too. you know. Right. Um, right. So... To me, it feels like they're trying to have it both ways, and it's why the Odell Beckham question to me is so confusing because if you think you could win now, then obviously don't get rid of the either the first or second best receiver in the league, period. Mm-hmm. I think we can all agree he's in that right. conversation oh, when he's healthy. Um, she, he, he, right, he's an unbelievable talent. So no then doubt. does it make sense if you're trying to win now to get rid of him? To me, it doesn't. But then, I think it's more personality than anything else. Right, with that. because it, this is not the Oakland Raiders. 
this is the New York Giants. Uh, yeah. They're a little bit different in their approach. Like, right. When, when you have the old Raiders with Al Davis, and as long as you show up on Sundays, I don't care what you guys do, the Giants are a little bit more close to the vest, pinstripe type of... Right. Know, and they don't want to Well, see, at least that's what they present. That's what they present. They've had players, right. you know, and, and we'll talk about LT, the comparison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up with, with Beckham on yeah. that. But I think with, with this, do they need the headache and do they want to pay a guy... 18, 19, 20 million dollars. Well, that's part of it too, right? Is the contract issue and do they Money is always the issue because then if you pay him that, then what are you going to pay everybody else too? Right. Because you can only pay, it only goes around so much. Do you feel like partially with the drafting of Shepard and the drafting of Engram, who's essentially a receiver, that they were kind of preparing for this moment because they felt like, you know, Odell Beckham's great, but he gets hurt. He does kind of bring some extra baggage. And they have two guys that maybe can – they're very good, obviously not in the Beckham class. But do they feel like they can withstand the loss of someone like Beckham because they have Ingram and Shepard? I think they just thought that they'd have – they had Shepard, they have Ingram, Mm -hmm. they've got Beckham. Who are you going to – who are you going to, you know, worry about? Mm -hmm. You got to worry about Beckham, you got Shepard, you got Ingram. What they didn't take into account is if Eli's not standing upright, right. it didn't matter who they have. Right. They had no offensive line. They have no running game. So uh-huh. if they, you're going to keep Eli, you want to keep Beckham, uh-huh. then you've got to work on your offense. So then do you take the best available guard or tackle at number two right. and say we got to protect? Or do we take a quarterback and then try to build down the road with, with what they're going to do? This is my problem. I feel like they have so many unanswered questions. They have a lot of holes. In they have a lot of holes. So it's like... Now, the year before, they were like... We got, we're going to go for it now because they, they were coming gonna, off a playoff yeah, appearance. Exactly. So the thing for me is Odell Beckham is great. Right. However, the ar- here's the argument, right? Like, if you're making the argument to get rid of Odell, right. you could say if we're getting two first-round picks for him, right. they could they have a lot of spots they have to fill. I'm still not sold that they have a good offensive line. <laughs> I don't think they're getting one guy. Anymore. Jonathan Stewart's really old for a running back. Right. Really good player, but he's really old. Right. And I don't right. know if he's a guy who's going to be your every-down back. he's going to be durable and play the whole year either. I That's still don't thing. really love their linebacking core. No. Uh, even though Ogletree will be a... You know, will be in uh, an be upgrade. Like an Antonio Pierce hope he'll come in. Right, that was the Pierce. last good linebacker the, the Giants had. Um, you know, they they have Collins and and uh, and uh, Jack Rabbit in the secondary. Right, but I still feel like they need. They they I still feel that they don't have much depth beneath them. They don't. They have a lot, a lot, a lot of holes oh. and a lot of unanswered questions. And you look, and you, they lost JPP. So then yes, they, and that's the, the other defensive thing. line is, is 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 which Mikey you brought that up. But what do you think? Beckham, stay, go. What do you? Well, I think they need to commit to what they're going to do. If they're gonna, if they're gonna trade Beckham, then they should take a quarterback with the second pick. Mm-hmm. But if they're okay. going to keep Beckham, then they should get a player. You know that that would help more, like you know, a lineman or like a running back. Some of that would help, like some of the holes that. Well, not like a running back at number two, but still. Well, something more. They do oh, need a running back. That's not a bad. They do need a quarterback choice. for the future, and they're picking it. Yeah, but so. then they got a Webb though. What was the point of him? Yeah. Well, do we know if Webb is? Do we know anything about Davis Webb? Well, I right. feel like they could. Like I think you were talking about this earlier. Keep you know Eli. Keep Webb. Like if you're gonna do the try, like to turn around quick, commit to that. Is, do it. But if you if you start the season like you know you're one and five, then what's the then put in Webb? See what you can do, and then maybe you know after the end of this season, then be like okay, well. 
it didn't work what we thought. Now we're just going to commit to it and like try to shop around Odell again. It's not like nobody's going to want him after another year. You know, maybe with a contract it might be different, but who knows? Because he might. It is also the thing how much he he wants to be the highest paid he receiver. Wants to pay, so he wants eighteen, seventeen, eighteen million right. dollars a year. You yeah, pay that for a guy. And and the other thing, Mike, Mike, we were talking about this before you came on. The franchise tag. Now, if you you franchise a player, mm-hmm. he has to be paid within the top two the or average three of the. He, if you're top three tagged, you need to be paid the average of the top five players at that, at position. that position. Okay, so that's what you that need means. to then, if you're, you know, I think Antonio Brown is the highest paid receiver, right. very well deserved, unbelievable. Right. Well, I think it's fair to say at this point, Antonio Brown is a Hall of Fame. Right, you got Julio Jones. Julio Jones, you know, guys like that. So the average of all the top five contracts, that's the rate that you get franchised at. Okay. Now, that's and that's another question that it doesn't feel like the Giants really had a strategy, and now it's like some of the rubber's starting to meet the road. Yeah. And I really worry that the Giants now are kind of in this black hole where they're going to be just – Every year they're going to be at the high high end of the draft, mm-hmm. and they're just kind of playing whack a mole, hoping we get right. we well, get a good quarterback. And if you're going to be in that that low, you know, the high end of the draft, then you have to maybe take a quarterback now. I don't know what the class is next year coming out. Right. But you don't want to risk it. You but, want to you want to take a shot this year because then say if the Giants don't do well this year, say Eli, thank you. They'll take the heat, but hope whoever they brought in is going to be. Because they can't go through with two and thir- two and fourteen or three and thirteen or five and eleven. That's not going to fly. Not with the Giants anymore. It used to work for them, but not. And they won Super Bowls and whatever. If you're Pat Shermer and you know you're the head coach, right? You know, being a new coach in New York isn't easy. I'll say that. And so, if you look at it from his perspective, he realizes he's got to win very soon. So, right. like, let's say, like, look. Giants fans are not patient, right? So if if Shermer if if Shermer puts together a five and eleven season, right, in his first season, he's going to be already on the hot seat for next season. Oh, so yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like so, well, they don't want another McAdoo. They don't exactly, and he's another offensive guy, right? So yeah. if you're looking at it from his perspective, he's trying to do this dance where I got to try and win now while building for the future. And it that's a that's a very hard situation to be in for an organization. Mm-hmm. So, the some of the questions with Odell Beckham then, like we said, revolve around kind of like, can you deal with the the character issues? I think you, you can. Like like we were saying, your dad, you you were a big giant. You've been a big Giants fan yeah, your entire life. Right. Right. LT, LT, right? There was a lot of things about LT, but he played every Sunday. And is that a difference with Beckham? Because, you know, LT was such a, as great as Beckham is, LT was just such a dominant player. They they hadn't seen one like that. And you think LT is more dominant than even Beckham is? I think so. Right. Only because he affected every play, it seemed like. You had to scheme for him every play. Now, I know... You know, with Beckham being a great receiver, they have to double him sometimes. But mm-hmm. you can get into his head, Beckham right? You can kind of take him out Josh of the game. Norman a couple yes, of years yes, ago, yes. the fighting, the, then the Monday Night Football, the, yeah, the the the, the uh, kick Monday Night stage. Football with the Vikings. He right. kind of checked out mentally, and then he, you know, the things he does when LT played, everybody has to know where he was every play. He right. Struck fear. They totally gave. He was a 
like Joe Gibbs would say for the Redskins coach, we had to know where he was every play. Right. Ron Jaworski was like, I had to know where he was every play because he was just that dominant. He could take over a game. He could win a game single-handedly. He was that good. Beckham's not. Beckham's good. Yeah. But he's not that good because for Beckham to be good, he needs his quarterback to be good. Right. His offensive line to be good. He needs to have other threats. Yeah. Where it didn't, but not that they didn't have you know on defense. Right, right, they right. had great defensive players along with. But LT was such a singular. But LT, you know, was it didn't matter. You could put two guys on him, three guys on. Him. He was going to find a way to make it. What happen. was the position that was invented to stop LT? Was that the H back where you kind of had him chip? Yeah, had an H back to try to have. Is that a myth or is that true that that was created to? I don't stop know if it was. LT. A, I don't know. If it was just to stop LT because it didn't matter what you did to try to stop LT. Right. If he wanted to go around you, through you, it, it didn't really matter. Mm-hmm. You keep another back in. You keep two tight ends. It didn't matter if he wanted to get to you. He was like an a, assassin. He right. was going to find you. It may take two or three plays, but he's going to get. And when he wraps you up. Or he just threw fear into every quarterback every week. He, you had the game plan for him every week. So the bottom line is, though, if you're good, at, like as if you're Odell Beckham, you're you're, you're rare talents. Exactly. Beckham may not be as good as LT. He's a he's a, a talent. He's a great talent. Right. But his baggage is more like LT would would sack you, you know, whatever. He didn't, you know, try to propose to the, the right the like stand. None of. None his, of his, LT's baggage ever affected him on the field. Not on that. Not on the field. Right. He didn't do like I'm going to, you know, the pretending he's peeing or whatever. Remember, he did that yeah. back. In the, that that wasn't <laughs> Taylor made other guys feel that way because he was around. Yeah. Beckham like wants to draw the attention. Well, how the, much will the plays for Taylor made you notice Lawrence Taylor? He didn't need to do anything else. He just needed to play football. That's it. What he did off the field that was totally different. Play on Sunday. That's all I care about. 60 minutes, that's all you got from him. Yeah. You know, one arm, if he was hurt, it didn't matter. So it's not so much the off-the-field distraction. It's whether the off-the-field distractions bleed on to the right. field. And so... As long as they're quietly done. With Beck... Well, because, look, the video with Odell Beckham... Right. We knew LT... And it was, was a different time. This is... Right. But, look, 80, 80, we knew LT was doing that and worse the night before the game. Whatever he was doing... He played on Sundays. Right. That was the so, thing with LT. To me, I think that off-the-field stuff you could deal with from Beckham as long as it doesn't affect the on-the-field. And sometimes, though, it does. But but the Giants being the kind of organization they are, like or they said. Or they pretend to be that they Or are. they pretend yeah. to be. But, you know, you, you, it doesn't mean, like, you look the other way when you're winning Super right. Bowls and things like that. Right now, they're not, not, they're not going to. But right. right now, with Beckham... He is more of a, a headache because if he's going to say to you, well, I'm not going to play. Now, it doesn't mean that guys didn't hold out. People hold out. Oh, of course. But you're coming off an injury. You get your money. I'm not against you. I get you want to make your money and whatever. I'm, I'm with it. But if you want, if, but if, if you're going to float out there that we can get two number one picks this year, next year, then hey, well, you know Then why? what do you think, Edelman? Do you think Edelman is actually looking to move Odell Beckham? I don't think he's looking to move, but if he's overwhelmed for it, and it's only going to hurt Odell if he sits out because he's not going to get paid. Right. You know, if he sits, he's under contract. Yeah. So he's going to come back in. Now, is he going to come back with a bad attitude? Mm-hmm. Is he going to work out with the team and OTAs? This, you know, because mm-hmm. he's still got to rehab and everything. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's there's a lot of questions for him. But the ball's in the Giants' court because he can't go anywhere. Right. 
I, you know, I think we all agree that the Giants at two are going to take a quarter. At right. two, Without are going to take a quarterback, right, Mike? Mike, you, you agree? Ascension, or do you, would you say they take a quarterback? Would, or? Is your get like? No, I'm not asking you what you would do, but would, do you think that they're going to take a quarterback based on what you know? Uh, I mean, I don't really, I don't follow the draft, so I really don't gotcha. know. Like that, I don't Good know. Insight. Like you also, well, it's also you guys too, in the sense that you're like, oh. I wouldn't take a, a player this position this high or that like I wouldn't know what to do. But I feel like I don't. I wouldn't take a quarterback. But I feel like they're going to despite uh, the Jets or something because of like the third pick. And there's like you said, there's only like three or four potentially good quarterbacks right, in this. Right. I feel like they might have out of fear with if Eli doesn't work out and we didn't take a quarterback this draft, everybody's gonna hate us. I feel right. like they will, but I don't think they should. Okay, good, good insight uh, from yeah, a man really, who no, just not, admits you know that he doesn't watch. You don't know what the thing is. You don't know. I mean, there's so much speculation. You don't know what they do. I mean, because the Giants need so many holes to fill. There's a lot of talk they could take Bradley Chubb in North Carolina State, right? Because JPP left. Right. brought that up. They got rid of mm-hmm. JPP. So yeah. what are they going to do with now? You don't have a you know a defensive lineman in there. Mm-hmm. You only added Nick Sol. It's not like that was a missing piece. No, you need to Giants build an entire line. offensive line. And they also lost Pew and Richburg. They so they've lost right. So you lose money on the starters, you lose depth. Yeah. So now you don't have that going with the team. So now your offensive line hasn't gotten really much better. No. It's it's somewhat I think it's gotten a little better. Because of one guy, but you've still got four other guys you need on that that on right. the line. Now you've lost your defensive lineman. Right. Which they chose to do. Right. They which basically all they got was a third round pick. Right. They Swap don't have fours. a running back, really. They've added uh, Jonathan Stewart. Jonathan Stewart, but it's not like, oh, well, he's going to rush for, you know, 1,500 yards, or whatever. But with that offensive line, it wouldn't matter. Right. So it all starts if you're going to keep Eli, you've got to keep him upright, you've got to keep him healthy. The guy's 38, 37 years old. Yep. Something so like that. you have to start looking at if the you're future, this high right? and. You take a flyer on all of them because I don't think anybody knows. Yeah, I because think I heard last game. year. Oh, Jared got what a bust, what a mistake. Yeah. Oh my God, he's the worst quarterback. I can't believe they did. And now they're talking about Super Bowl for the Rams next year with him. Yeah. Because the coach makes the difference, but he also has Todd Gurley. Mm-hmm. He also has a good offensive line. He's got a great defense. Mm-hmm. So, and when the Giants won championships, they won with defense. Off so the Giants could shock line. the whole world and go, "We're going to take Chubb." We're going to have this guy. He's he's that much of a a dominant force. If Jerry Reese were the GM, he I think I think it would be fair to say Chubb would because from that brain trust. Now it's still the Maras, right? And I'm sure that they still have some say over personnel moves. Well, they've always won with defense, but yes. When, but now that it's a new GM, Gettleman, um, I don't know his philosophy to building but he was teams. Part of that. You know, he was part of He cut his he teeth with the Giants? Exactly. Right, that's right, he did. So um, then maybe they do take Chubb. But I think that's the best. If they're not taking Darnold or Rosen. Or, I could see or, if or, they get, let's say they trade Beckham. Mm-hmm. And they get two number ones. And mm-hmm. let's say they get LA's at 17, the 49ers at 9. Mm-hmm. Then they might say, you know what? We'll take Chubb at, at two yep. and see if a quarterback falls. If, if they have these guys rated. If they have one quarterback rated... This guy's a can't miss. He's he's Eli. He's Peyton. He's whatever. Then they're going to take a quarterback at number two, and they can talk all they want, smoke screen, because they're not going to trade with the Jets to trade down, right? And they're not going to move up unless they really love one of these quarterbacks. Yeah, because the Browns to say, all right, unless it's obviously the quarterback the Browns want. 
You know, right. You might even say, well, which one? Are you? you know, I mean, we're not going to trade. Well, you. Who do you, in your opinion, you're the Browns, who would you take? I you, would take Darnold. You would take Darnold. You take Darnold. But if I had Rosen, you know what I mean? It, it depends, there's not too much of a difference. Happens, I don't think there's a ton of difference. They're just a little bit different. And the mobility for Darnold is a little bit different than Is Rosen. Darnold better? He's, better Darnold He's a little more. bit better at moving around. Yeah. Um, I've heard a lot about this guy from Wyoming, Josh Allen, that he's Josh pretty Allen's good. Josh Allen's a big dude. He's mm-hmm. like they're saying Carson Wentz, but, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, whatever. That, but that's an Wentz, easy comparison because he's a small school, big guy. Right, 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 right. Exactly. Right. So that's, you don't know. You don't know about court. You don't know about, unless they're like, uh, can't miss one in a million, like with Andrew Luck, right? Andrew Luck couldn't miss, couldn't miss, then he got hurt. Yeah. So that's the other thing. Wentz, we don't even know what Wentz is going to be coming well, back this year. And you brought up Terry um, um, Bridgewater. Bridgewater, yeah. I mean, the guy gets hurt, non-contact, and he was, like, getting to be a better quarterback for the Vikings, and now all of a sudden, he's on the Jets. He's on the Jets. He's on the Jets. We're going to take another quarterback. We're going to take another quarterback. Because this might not even make the the team. I mean, they signed him, but you you have the four quarterbacks they have already. Right. They're saying that it might even be... Because of health issues, he may not even make the team. You know, you never know. They brought him on just... To have another quarterback in camp, or hmm. maybe they trade. He's him. good though. I mean, if, if Bridgewater can can stay healthy, right. Bridgewater you, can compete. You bring him in, and maybe a team down the road during camp loses somebody. Hey, we got Bridgewater. We'll trade for him to see how he's doing during the the course of camps or whatever. Because quarterbacks are always in in. Uh, was it Terry? Did I get his first name? Teddy. Teddy. I call him Terry. Well, that's his I brother. thought you were gonna. I thought you were asking about Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> Terry Bradshaw, Bridgewater. Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater. I just want to say you're right. Ruth Riley, Notre Dame. You were right. I told you I was right. Maybe and the Giants could take her. You know what? She won two. She's a winner. She she's won got two, two NBA titles. championships. She, for the she's Detroit got, Shock. She's a, she's, a, she's a champion. She's a champion at she both levels. Dame. She's very smart. She's very. She's a Notre Dame grad. She's six six, no? Uh, she is very she's six five. Six five. But, Look, prototypical size. Know, in heels. A little bit I think she's six six in heels, I There think. you go. So, so maybe you know. the giant Look, she's a winner. She's smart. She won in college. She won in the pros. And yeah, I'm telling you. So it, maybe Ruth look. Very, no very off right about that. Field antics. No, look <laughs> the, the, no off field antics. Uh, antics. I'm trying athics, to look here and see if she's got a I don't see if she's uh, married or anything, but I'm sure she's a wonderful girl, and uh, she's from Kansas. But I mean, <laughs> she's from Kansas. So, you know, that's a red flag. Red flag. Red flag. Red flag. But getting back to, to that's why it's so <laughs> fun to try to figure out. I love to draft. What they'll do. because you you We're all just draft. guessing. Let's right. be honest. We're all it's just the guessing. only time, though, you get to, because you know what? You love hockey. Yeah. <laughs> But you can't tell me. He's pointing at Mikey for the Mike. I'm sorry, Mike. You love hockey, but there's so many different places where you can look for talent in the National Hockey League to come in and play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's everywhere. That's a good point. That's a good point. I mean, even in the NBA, the Soviet Union, (laughs) right? Because they are the Soviet Union to me, and will always be the Soviet (laughs) Union, right? Because those are the good hockey team, the Soviet Union hockey team. I still haven't gotten over the whole eighty thing. I'm still pumped up. My dad is well. My dad. He still thinks we're in the Cold War, though we, so I guess we might be. Now, but are, no, that's another era. We won't get into that. We won't get into that, but that's No, not political. I just, I'm just but saying. I say the Soviet Union will always say the Soviet Union. <laughs> Dad remembers from a very early <laughs> age, Nikita Khrushchev. He grew up during the, the uh, Cuban point, Missile Crisis. But my point being, 
There's too many, there's too many <laughs> leagues around the With world. With the NFL draft, you see these guys. They're only here. Right. I can't figure out a guy playing. Every now and again, somebody gets drafted out of Canada. Like once every couple Very of years. Rare. I think and even like we're saying with the NBA now, there's players all over the, Spain, China. I mean, the, the, the games have gotten better, mm-hmm. and it's global. Mm-hmm. And with the National right. Football League, it's, it's NCAA big, football. That's it. It's on television, and it's big, big business. Mm-hmm. And that's why the draft is such a big, big business mm-hmm. because. You see these guys, and they're multi-million well, dollars. They make immediate. To, it's like sometimes, spending like baseball or you know hockey or even basketball, they can spend time in the minors. Typically, there's no minors to the football league, so it's like if you're drafting, especially in the first round, first pick, these are guys are going to start. Like for your team yeah. next year, they're going to be incorporated somehow. Like, well, it's like they always say, the first round is a guy that should be able to plug and play. Plug the and second, play. third round, the second, third, fourth round guys make your roster and build you for the championship. Right. But Fifth, sixth, miss, seventh round, you kind of just... But if you miss on a quarterback in the first yeah. round, yeah. it could set your franchise back with, with the Browns. Yeah. Oh, we'll take Manziel. <laughs> okay, we'll pass on every quarterback last year. Uh-huh. We'll pass on Wentz. Uh-huh. We'll pass on Goff. Uh-huh. We'll take Deshaun Kaiser and look where we are. They Nowhere. passed on to Sean Watson last year. They passed on to Sean Watson. <laughs> I mean, so they've had so many shots. So now they, they're almost, the Browns are almost forced to. So to take a quarterback. They have to take a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Pick. So they're going to look at each one. Mm-hmm. And But the thing is, if you Jackson says, this is a guy can't miss. Quarterback X, Y, right. Z. And they don't play well. They're not even going to see this guy for a year. Because you've right. got Tyrod Taylor right And that's, yes, that's a good point. Because I think... The Browns, though they they were 0-16 last year, right? But they've made some improvements, and they look like they really want to make a jump this year by bringing in Tyrod Taylor, um, Jarvis Jarvis Landry, um, Carlos Hyde. They got you know they got uh, Josh Gordon back. They have Josh Gordon back. Stay on the field. Stay on the field for very special, very special talent. He's a talent. There's no doubt about it. Um, But yeah, so it. To you, though, you, like, going back to you, you said Darnold, you think, is the best quarterback in the draft, right? I, I, I would say he's the best fit for the Cleveland Browns. I think. Best fit for the... Either either him, mm-hmm. like, well, I heard Jim Moore Jr. on the NFL Network, mm-hmm. and he said, Darnold fits Cleveland, Rosen fits New York. Because of their personality. Just right? their personality-wise. He's saying, even, I, he goes, I love Josh Rosen. He goes, you can't lose with either one. Mm-hmm. But he said Darnold's more of, even though they both went to, you know, California their families school, are, yeah. you know, well off and they're not, like, they're not, you know, struggling, either either family. He's just got this type of, an attitude he thinks would fit the Browns more than Rosen. He said Rosen will shine in New York for either team. Is the he Jets playing 4D chess because he doesn't want his guy Rosen going to Cleveland? <laughs> right. Is he is maybe he, doing he that? Just that? saying, you know. But... Well, he's not there anymore anyway, so right. he doesn't have a dog in the fight right. anymore. But he that's I just go but, by what he said as far as that goes. Uh, I was wanna ask you really quick, I'm, all right, you're the Browns, Giants and Jets, you have all three of them three. available. Like not imaginally let's say they can all go to like not like oh one and double, this one already went to the Browns, right, so we right. can't take which one would you have? Would like Darno be good for the Browns and Giants, but then somebody else better for the I Jets? I think if like, it was this way, if, if I was picking, if I was going to say I would pick, I'd say Darno go to the Browns, 
I think if the Giants are really really want, they'll take Rosen second. I are you saying like would you um, if Darno go to the Browns? You say like all right, he would go to the Browns. Like, let's say like he didn't. Would you still then take Darno over whoever yes, if he was I available? Still, I, think, I think Darno for, would be the good for the Giants too. In the, in this sense, so like over the, who was the other guy that you were saying that you would uh, Rosen. Rosen. Rosen? So even if they're both still available for that, you would take well, that's Darno I, over. I would yeah, do. I'm saying. Yeah. But what they? But that's me just doing the eye test and what I know about quarterbacks. You can put on a thimble. I yeah. don't know because I can can't judge them like these guys watch them. Yeah, but they get these guys wrong all the time, too. They They were the same guys that said Ryan Leaf was going to be great. Right, but he had issues, but they just overlooked it. Right. They overlooked some of the issues. I would say, look, Rosen would be great if he wants to play. That's the knock on him. Is he good enough to play? Does he have that work ethic? That's the guy that some people say is like Cutler. Does he have that in him? Rosen, really? That's what some of the people say. He's kind of laid back, California guy. I don't, you know what I mean? But to, that may not be to true. To me, because I'm not sold on Darnold Rosen or Allen. <clears throat> and I agree that they got to take a quarterback. To me, the best case scenario is they could trade out of two. Right. Somebody jumps up, they maybe get an extra first-round pick, and later in the first round, someone like Lamar Jackson falls to him, falls to the Giants, excuse me. Right. And the reason why is I think overall, as far as if we're just talking pure upside, right. is it fair to say that Lamar Jackson has the most upside because of his just raw talent? He's got a you know a great arm. He can he can yeah he's got a great arm. Um, he he's obviously has incredible athletic gifts. Right. right and right. now we tend to there was um, RG three. We right. tend to forget how great he was that rookie year right. before he got hurt. Right. So if, if he's a quarterback, that's, to me what, what, what worries me the most about Jackson is just him staying healthy. I think he could play well in the NFL. I don't know. The, but I don't, he's going to need time. He's going to need, need more, maybe more time than what RG3 did. RG3 kind of yeah, came but right in there. I don't think there. he's RG3 just yet. You think RG3 was better coming out of college? Just in this, in this sense because they're not, they didn't talk about RG3. Some people aren't sold on Jackson being just a quarterback. You still hear some people saying, oh, he'd be a great wide receiver. Yeah, you hear that about our no, team. I know. Whether it's right or wrong. No, I know. But I still, I still think some teams, if, you're, if you have, let's say, a, like, I would think he'd be a perfect spot to go to the Cowboys. I know you've said that. Like they have Dak that, Prescott. They have Dak Prescott, but he's similar in this sense. He's mobile. Yeah. He can do a lot of different things. He, he's got a great arm. Prescott's got a great arm. Yeah. He's not as big as Prescott yet. But I think Prescott's going to be the quarterback going forward, right? I'm not saying that you'd even take him, but he'd be a perfect guy because he's not going to fit the Giants' system right now. They would have to change a lot of what they do. He's a total straight drop-back pass for Eli. This guy is not. Right. What about somebody like the Broncos? The Broncos, I don't think they're going to take him. I don't think they – I think they would rather – to me, but they're thinking of taking Mayfield. That's what people are saying. What they're going to do? I mean, yeah. We don't know if they're going to. I don't think Mayfield is the fifth best player or the the guy no. to go. In the, I don't. Not at number but, five. Unless John Elway thinks that way. Well, or do they just des- that just shows you how desperately you need a quarterback? If right. They take him at five when right. you need a lot of different help. But they just got Case Keenum. You know, right? It so could be a bridge. It would be a bridge for a year or two years, but he did a good job, Keenum, with the Vikings. Yeah, he you know, but he had two away. very good receivers. Not he, that the Broncos don't. Right. But the um, thing is, 
he's going to need some time. He's got to go into the right system. He's yeah. got to gain a little bit of, of I agree you know, that type of thing. He, I think he's got a great upside. There's no doubt, but it's going to be a, a couple of years, and I don't know if the Giants would take him if with that pick if all if if all but one of those big quarterbacks are out. You know, but let's be honest about this: Are either Darnell, Rosen, Allen, are any of them discernibly better than Lamar? Ja- are any of them discernibly better than Lamar Jackson? Like I don't know if they're like head and shoulders better. That's what I'm saying. But you know why? It only takes one person to to, to see how you know those scouts how they look at a certain guy. I look at Jackson. And go. I think he'll be a good pro. Yeah, I really do. But other guys are saying yeah, he may or he may be a big bust. When you're going to draft that high, the Browns are going to look. I'm just saying the Browns or the Giants are going to say, "Geez, do we really risk it with Jackson when?" People are saying Rosen and Darnold are the guys to do it. If the Giants were drafted and this guy fell and they had the 17th or 18th pick, the Giants That's what I'm saying. Draft, That's what I'm then saying. Then maybe they would. That's what I'm saying. Right. To me, best maybe. case is they trade out. They go to 15, maybe, whatever. I don't know. who. You know, like a team. Like I could see a team. Like the say, Bills. Let's say the Bills want really want to get up. The Bills at, at, at the Bills have two first-round picks, right? right? They have 12, and they have uh, 20 something. 22. So let's say the Bills. I can see a place where he would go would be 15 in Arizona. Oh, absolutely. Arizona would take so, him when you only got Sam Bradford. To me, best case. He falls. To, you're going to see all these quarterbacks go. Oh, absolutely. I think, I think we're going to see five quarterbacks in the first 15 the first picks. first 15, 20 picks, depending on you know what we, we've got going here. So I, I, it, it's just, to me, best case for the Giants would be trade back, get more players, and then you can get your, a quarterback like Jackson – who I think it's very close. He's if you look at his upside, I think he has more upside than Darnold, Rosen, all these other guys. And he yes, he may have some more risk. So so you get out of number two, you move back, and then if he's sitting there, then that's to me the I best know, case. To me, scenario. I also think that there's the paranoia, and maybe that's just me. Not paranoia might not be the right word, but if they pass and the Jets hit a home run with a quarterback that they could have had, they're gonna hear about it for ten years. Yeah. And you could have had Darnold. What the Browns are hearing all the time, all these right, quarterbacks right, that passed. Right, right, you right. could have had Rosen. You could have had Darnold. Look what they're right. doing. Look what he's doing with the Jets right across, right, ha- right in the same stadium as you. Right. That's the where the Browns the, have passed up right. Wentz, Goff. Last year, Deshaun Watson. Right. So yeah. that's what they're going to hear. Mm-hmm. So if I think that they're hoping they never draft this high again, but if they are going to draft this high, they've got a guy that they can they can play. You know, plug in and play in it a year or two. And if they trade Beckham, they get a first round pick this year, a second, you know, another one next year. Mm-hmm. They can address other things and, and try to, you know, mix and match or get a good one this year. Like I said, from either seventeen from the Chargers or nine from the 49ers or whatever. If they can get one in the top ten and then have the second, ninth, seventeenth, and the th- and the you know thirty fourth pick, they're going to help themselves. Real a quick, lot. I think the Niners are a team to look out for going forward. Oh yeah, because I Niners think. Definitely, I think uh, if Garoppolo can play the full year and be, you know, what he what he is. But I, I want to just touch on some other things. We have really so hit the draft. The draft. We're good with the draft. I think we're, we are for now because I want to get Mikey in. Can, can I just real quick hit get, get a quick take about the Rams? I think the sure. Rams are to look forward. Yes, our team that are, uh, after getting Sue. And well, I think this year, just real quick, I think the Rams. Well, I they also to, added to keep to leave. They did Peters. Well, here's the only thing that you got to think about. 
the Eagles did that years ago. Remember, we've got an all-star. Remember the, the dream Eagles? team? Yes, the I remember that. Mm -hmm. If you can get all those guys to play together and play well, the sky's the limit for that team. But you know, it, it, they're it, a team to look out for. Yeah, That's oh, all I'm saying. Absolutely. I think well, they're they right playoffs now. this year. So, and know. I think the NFC West, you're going to see the Seahawks drop off. Right. And you're you're seeing. Oh, I the, think, yeah, the Seahawks. I are think not you're seeing be. that. And as great as Russell Wilson is, right. He's a top five is Russell Wilson quarterback. Like Lamar Jackson like Russell Wilson. Is is Lamar Jackson as good as Russell Wilson? Would you say, No. No, I'm saying would you say that he has that potential to be Russell Wilson? Uh Russell Wilson's great. Yeah. And Mike, you can back me up on this. I know you're a big Russell Wilson guy. Uh, the thing about Russell Wilson is he makes plays I've only ever seen Russell Wilson make the way he can kind of run around and like no quarterback can make as many make a play out of what was nothing right that he could do and not only that when he does run he gets out of bounds he slides right some he's of these other quarterbacks you know he's, he's some no like doubt. look at Carson Wentz this past year he was he was having an MVP year yep. he was a great quarterback right however he is one of those guys that doesn't get down. He he doesn't slide. Well, he he dives for yards. Right, down. exactly. Yeah. And I'm not knocking him for it. No. But that, that obviously raises your injury risk. Oh, absolutely. And will Lamar Jackson look to get out of bounds? Will he look to slide? I don't know. Yeah. He's more um, though Russell Wilson than Cam Newton. He's not going to run people well, over. He's not. He's and it, yes, Cam him. Newton, obviously. That's the, Cam Newton's the only one who can, can run people over and, and, and do some... Uh, some things. Right, but uh, just in closing, I think that the NFC yeah. West is going to be fun to watch with the Rams and Niners. That's Absolutely. All. That's all. No, no, that's good because we're going to touch on the draft more. We've got yeah, more, more podcasts to go. Absolutely. All right, Mikey, we've got what topics of – well, let, let me ask you this, Mikey. We're, we're talking about this and what the, the, the Giants are doing and whatever. Now, you're a big hockey guy. The Rangers did it. Yeah. The Rangers dumped a lot of guys. But, they're going to continue to do it after the season. And they added, but they're adding draft picks to help them. Now, in football, since the Giants have won a couple of Super Bowls, they got to pass a little bit because they've, they've given that. With the Rangers, do you see wh which way they're going? Are they trying to get younger with this team? Or are they trying to stay in competitive but getting all these drafts? I don't know how good the draft is coming this year, what they're going to get, what they have, the players that they got, uh, or the, the draft picks that they got, are they going to be anywhere near the players that they've already gotten rid of on this guy, on, the, on the Ranger team? Uh, well, I think what they're trying to do is they're going to do, they are definitely going younger, and that's that they're getting rid of all their veterans, everybody, like, right. it's out. but Bigzon is fairly young. Uh, that's true. Right. Zuccarello is kind of young. They're probably shopping him out once he's done. They got and rid of JT, JT Miller. Yeah. But I think it's just like the roster, not even the roster, but like the positionally wise that they needed to get rid of. Not even for like McDonough, but I think they just knew that they could get the largest returns for him. And like Zuccarello, they're going to definitely try to get rid of. But they're trying to do it like a two-year turnaround. This is like a, they're rebuilding, but like they're committing to what the Giants like won't. They realize like we're going to get rid of everybody, but we want to be back in the playoffs in like a right. year. Now it's easier though for the you know the NHL a little bit to get in there because there's more teams that make well, say, yeah, it. But more is Kreider their their centerpiece of the team? Do you think <laughs> is that the guy they're going to build? I don't mean I mean, honestly because it can't be Lundqvist because he's only got maybe three more years tops yeah. to play at the elite level. Honestly, I mean the right now. Kreider, Zuccarello, Zibanejad are like the three 
Like Zuccarello, especially, he's been apparently taking on a lot of like the young guys. He's been in practice. He's been doing a lot. Like they've right. been the coaches and players have been saying he's like really committed to helping this young team. Like you know, wait, make their waves in the NHL. But it's more. I mean, Kreider, he would like he after his whole injury with the blood clot and everything after right. the surgery, he lost some weight. But like, so he's been. He's already been one of the fastest players in the league, but now he's lost weight. He's still quick. He's quicker than usual. Mm-hmm. He's doing really well this season for like with his injuries and everything. He's always making an impact when he's on the ice. So I mean, they are going to be the leaders because now they're, they're there's a players like Kevin Hayes who are on the team for three years and they're already the veterans in the locker room right, now just because right. they're everybody else is gone. But I think that like yeah, Kreider. Zuccarello especially, but that that means for right now. They're after the season. I can see like because uh, I mean, they traded some good players away though. Right? They you think of Callahan? No, right? they traded Callahan started it. Then you get McDonough gone now. Then you got rid of um, uh, the, what the, the guy Stephen Andrade. Young, like uh, you got uh, the one that went to Pittsburgh. Uh, oh, Haglund. 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 Well, he went. He went to the. The Ducks. He went to the Ducks first, then he went to Well, because that's the right? thing, too. We got no return for him. We got Emerson Edom, which did nothing right, for us. Right, right. But he's got Callan who left, and he got, you because know, Because there's no identity Gabrick. with the when you think of it, though, really. No, right now they don't have they, the, they have the like King, they're, they're the, you know, Lundquist. Bruisers that are going to knock you around. You know what I mean? They're, they tried, be, they're trying to speed. Like, they have, you know, Criders, Abenejad, Zuccarello, uh, this new guy like Elias Anderson, who is... Uh, you know, on the Swedish, like, juniors team, you have, uh, you got, what was it, uh, D'Angelo, like, the defenseman, Brady Shea, Pavel Buchnevich, uh Jesper Foss. Like, they have these young, fast players. Right. That right. they're really trying to just, like, uh, speed and skill is their, what they're trying to identify as. Now, do you think the coach is coming back? Do you think, I, you know, this is it? I don't know. I, because I, I feel like I would have... Like to, I don't know. I was hearing like rumblings from getting fired before the trade deadline, like before the middle of the season, like in December when they had these horrible like runs. But he didn't do anything there. I hope he's gone, but I also hoped he was gone two seasons ago. Right. But right. I, I haven't like heard anything you know promising about him being. I don't want to say promising. Like I want the guy out, but I feel like now where the Rangers are going, like he made it to the finals with them, made it to the conference finals with them. He had his time, but they didn't do it. So it's time to. You know, we got to get somebody new in He's there. He's been there, what, five years? I believe so, he yeah. He got, got the one Stanley Cup final. Right? Yes, but right. they've always been in the playoffs. They make the playoffs. This first year not in the playoffs. I mean, JV? He, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's he's one win away from being the 10th most, like, wins as a coach in the NHL. He's right. gotten, yeah, I think he's one of the only play, uh, coaches to bring two different teams, like the Canucks and the Rangers, right. to the yeah. finals. Is there so, talks of firing him? I've, I like I I, I, I know heard you've anything. been advocating though. That's the thing. I haven't heard anything like specifically, but I feel like it's at this point like where it's the I think their tenure, his tenure, should be done. Because with. when you, you think about, at this point, I, I would agree. I think it's fair. Yeah, to they're, say. They're, they got rid of everybody. There's no but besides Longquist and Mark Stahl, there's nobody on the team who's been there for more than like you know three or four right? years. Yeah. yeah, so he's. And Kreider was there before. Yeah, right? I mean, like, there's still, like, you know, Zuccarello, like, Kreider, like, even right. Hayes, he's been there for, like, four years. Kreider's been there for, like, five. Zuccarello's been there for, like, more. But it's, like, mainly Lundquist and Mark Stahl since, like, you know, 2005, Lundquist is when he became, like, the starter. Since, like, the early 2000s, like, that team, everybody's gone. See, what, what hurts me with the Rangers being bad is I didn't watch a lot. I didn't watch hockey at all pretty much this whole year. Yeah. Now the playoffs are going to start, which are – in a couple of weeks, which is a great time of the year. Mm-hmm. 
But I don't. But they have great me, playoffs. Hockey is they one really of the best do. playoffs. Probably, to me, I can say though, I don't know. This is this last year was. I feel like I said my favorite year, but this year could be like my favorite year in the Rangers. And it's just like the Austin Matthews getting hurt, but then coming back. So that the Maple Leafs have three players who are like these, you know, nineteen, twenty year olds, but they right. have thirty plus goals. And you got Eichel Pat- and Patrick Line, who has the. I think from when he entered the league, he has the most goals scored. Like, and he's only in the league for a second year. McDavid, he's again last year is the only player with over a hundred points. Now this year he has a hundred and four, and he's got like. 41 goals tied with William Carlson, which I love. You know, you got the Golden Knights expansion team. First, the, the inaugural season made into the playoffs. I think they had the most road and home wins for an inaugural season. Yeah, they got the most points. So the first, like, expansion team made 100 points. They also, like I said, William Carlson, he had four goals or six goals last season in entirety. He has 41 now. He's, like, number two in the league for goals. Like, this is the storylines. Like, the Predators, you but know, nobody- they... they in New York knows about it unless you really into nobody them, uh, nobody you know? who's not into hockey doesn't really That's know about thing. it you wouldn't know about like Austin Matthews or Patrick Liner or Connor McDavid or all these like you know amazing amazing players but so this is the, a good time for hockey no this is a this great is time really for hockey especially right? like with Nashville I'm thinking are... like last year with Nashville they made it to the finals but then no like you know they couldn't do it people like oh who knows what they're gonna be but now the Sabres... now they're the number one team in the west again and then you know Mike Fisher retired he comes out of retirement to come back to the team for the playoff push mm-hmm. like are the lightning a threat to the pan- to the penguins in the east uh the lightning have been for the whole like the the whole like entirety of the season most the, the number one in the east but now the 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 bruins it was always the the penguins and the lightning were doing you know going great but then the penguins had like they started uh, you know flaming off but now they're catching fire again towards the playoffs the bruins were like a team that was barely in a wild card spot now they're i think they beat um just yesterday they overtook the lightning for the number one team in the the east they just went on this win streak especially after the trade deadline so they, who do you think's gonna i mean it's well, well it's like who I would who I would want to see in the finals. I yeah, think who you'd like, like to see in the finals. Like, who you think will just uh, who I'd want to see? I think would be an interesting thing. I would love to see it the Knights versus Penguins. As weird as that sounds, because you know what? Right. Either way, with that, I could be under. I could be okay with a win. You'd see, you know, an expansion team winning its first year. That'd be amazing. Right. Or to see a, a team, you know, three P, yeah. especially where you know I'm a Rangers fan. Typically, I'm supposed to hate the Penguins, but like Sidney Crosby, what he's done this year, he's gotten these like three highlight real goals in a span of a week where he's batted out of the air and like hit it like a baseball bat got in like it's blowing up everywhere people like how is he doing this and he's doing it consistently like right the skill and talent for the NHL I've never seen it higher so who right? do you think that's interesting but like that's who I thought who do you, I can who, who do you think I can or? see um Predators. I want to say, I mean, I, that's the thing, I'm more like who I could see, I want to say again the Predators, I would right. like to see the Predators go for, but I mean now the uh, the Sharks are doing pretty good, like, you know. San Jose is a, a previous victim of the Penguins, right? Yeah, they, the first cup that they won the two years ago, the Penguins, so the first of the back-to-back was the, the Sharks. Sharks, and they beat the Predators, so I mean the Sharks are still good around, like they're still a threat, I mean the Capitals are trying to make a push, I, no, would, I don't I, I don't see the Capitals, the Capitals. they never make it past the second they'll round. They'll win the first round, they'll, they'll beat whoever they play in the I first round. I haven't watched round. hockey all year, I know the Caps aren't going to No, yeah, I know, trust me, I don't. But it's funny, this, you know, you see Evgeny Kuznet, uh, Kuznetsov, who's on the team, he's doing really well. He's, uh, well they always you know, have guys that do well. 
Well, yeah, Oshi. Oh, I mean, the whole. Uh, they, it's funny that you name way. the players that they have on the team. And you can't imagine that they can't get past us, but they can. There's just something there that that stops them. Stops. But them typically, time. for some reason, Lundqvist is always uh, Ovechkin's kryptonite. He can't score against him in the playoffs, but now he doesn't have him to. You know what? That could also help him too. This is the first time in eight but years the Rangers aren't in. But who knows? You know, that's the, that's the thing. You have the Penguins there. To, I think it's gonna. I, I think the Penguins are gonna get there again. I would love to see like something like the Leafs though, or something, oh, or even the you know what the Winnipeg Jets are the best season in their history. Then you know Patrick Line is on the team. He's leading them into the play. It's about the Oilers. The Oilers are not gonna not make it. Right? No, they're not, they're not making it. Yeah, that's the thing. It's, no. With our boy Connor McNugget. Connor <laughs> McNugget. He. Um. I think there's a thing. He's gonna be one of like. Four players, like Mary Lemieux, one year. So it was like one of like four players who could like win the scoring lead, like the heart, like the MVP of all that. Like right. Kyle McDavid and his team will make the playoffs. Like he'll be one of four players in like league history to like be able to up for all these awards, and his team's not in the playoffs. But he's also um, he has two seasons now under twenty two with over a hundred points. That's like two behind Gretzky, and he tied Crosby for that. Like, and how many? Because Gretzky had four. But it's like point a hundred point seasons under the age of twenty two. So it's like that, you know, you're watching a guy who's putting up Gretzky numbers in his, you know, in this era with these goalies, these defensemen, it's wild to see. But wow. you're thinking it might be Nashville, Pittsburgh. Well I was out and out. If know. you had to bet. If I had to bet, I could probably I don't know. It's hard to go against Nashville. I really one, do like one it. Team with, at, like one team that you'll know will be in the finals, one you think like you think it's going to be Pittsburgh or Nashville? as weird as it can say, I feel like the Lightning could definitely in the in the East because everything like you know the, the Bruins have been doing really well, like you know the Penguins, but I could see the Lightning going back. Okay. I don't know, like you know, going back not like from a few years ago trying well, we to get back again. Time because the playoffs go to yeah. June. So. Well, because now they have two top pairing like defensemen. I forget who Hedman's with, but I know that it's like Hedman, Strawman, and then McDonough and Girardi. Which McDonough and Girardi were the number one you know pairing the for the Rangers. So right. you have. A number one pairing defensive pair as your second, you know, for a team like they, those two would be starters on any other team, but yet they're your second pair for that's all like deep of a roster there. But now you got also the Penguins with all their, you know, their talent, all their centers with Broussard, Crosby, Malkin. Uh, you know, they have like four f- first, second line centers going all down four yeah, lines. Yeah. You have a lot of depth in the East, especially. But I would, may I, I could see the Lightning going back and. I just want to say I want to call it the the, the Vegas Golden Knights. I'm I'm that's my team. Without all the Rangers right. in it, I'm all in for Vegas. Let's I want go. I want a cup well, in Vegas. More, we could talk about Let's them. Go. It was the whole playoffs. Let's they go. started in what late April, middle of April. Uh, the, the playoffs, playoffs start. Well, the, the, there's only like four games left in the season. Oh, okay, now, so yeah, that's so. I mean, oh, right. that, okay. April, April, yeah, it's April, April starts tomorrow, okay. so yeah, well, that's like, right. It runs, yeah, takes forever. It runs, so I'm thinking a week or two. So, right. yeah. we've got a couple more topics we'll hit quick because I know we've Fortnite? gone over our, our yeah Fortnite, right? Fortnite. We want to learn. We about want to talk about Fortnite. I just want to talk about Fortnite. Oh, that'll be the thing we'll end with because <laughs> we, we tie in with the NBA, baseball starting. Uh-huh. Do you guys care yet? No, you don't care about baseball yet. No. Not. When do you get into baseball? Summer, hot, uh, June, July? I you ever will. get into... Uh, you go to the I'm, game, but you're not going to... That's the thing. I'm, me and Steven have this. Like, I'm excited that baseball is a thing now that like we could look for summer games to go to on or whatever, but I don't care as you know, a Mets fan. like I love the Mets. I'm all for them, but... I can't care until less until it's like start. a month before well, the playoffs. Is 162 games or 160? I, I am games. not... 
a baseball fan. I am a Mets fan, right? right. So I'm not a guy who will watch Sunday night baseball probably ever yeah. uh, if the Mets aren't in the game. Like, I love the Mets. I have a tie to them. Right. Uh, and I do watch a fair amount of Mets games. But the po- my point about baseball overall is I don't necessarily... But isn't that baseball anyway, though? I mean, most baseball fans are just... Right, it's a regional sport. It is. It, it is. So it's far more regional uh, than... It's like hockey. But I feel like his opinion is more like I'll even... I feel like there's other... Okay, you can be like, uh, oh, I'm a diehard Giants fan. I'm diehard this. But okay, Monday Night Football is... I'm, I'm sorry about water. Who's right. playing? Like this is that. Right. Nobody's... You know, I you're could gonna, watch a Thursday Night Basketball game Yeah, or like that's what like I was going to say, too. That. I'm not even a, an avid, like, uh, you know, basketball fan. Like, you know, insanely. But, oh, you know, the Warriors... The are, yeah, yeah, the games. Like, I'll watch it. I'll I watch, do like, it Curry anyway. drop 50 for no reason just because, right. like, they're well, great. Warriors... Yeah, I could watch the Warriors. I could watch the Wolves, Rockets on any... You know... Like I could do that. I think baseball, there's like the I team appeal for like basketball. Exactly. You hear, but like I don't, I don't hear or think of any baseball like, I team will, I care about at this point. I'll just be totally honest. I didn't watch the World Series last year. I didn't like. I, I'm not right. Like when the Mets were in it, I watched the whole run. I watched the whole right. thing. I watched uh, the year after that when they lost in the wild card game to the Giants. Right. Last year the Mets aren't in it. I got other stuff I could right. I could you pay could attention to. You know. I you know, I was happy that the Cubs won it when they won it finally for right. the Cubs fans that have long suffering, you know, right. that, that never got to see it. Um, you know, last year it was nice given everything that happened to Houston to see that the, the Astros, right, right. the Astros the win it, the yeah, feel good story. But to me, I, if, if the Mets aren't in it, I, you know, baseball's long. It's a very long season. I know, and it feels like the problem with me. I mean, maybe because I don't feel this with I would say hockey, just because you know I'm always I love hockey. I can't get enough of it. So like I don't think the season is short, so I could be biased. But it's like even with just by the time if your team makes it, especially to the World Series, by the time that gap from when like you know pitchers and catchers at the report and they would like you know training like that, it feels like there's a month off. Like I am so sick of baseball because it's a year long yeah, sport. It's for I yeah. feel like you never like so when all opening days back, I'm like, oh, I feel like the Cubs just won it yesterday. Like <laughs> right. I don't, I, got I don't miss it when it's gone. But I'll miss hockey. I'll miss even basketball or like football, especially you know being because. But football will give like even well, away from the other three sports. There's sports. only sixteen games. Well, what I don't like about the Sport is that it's just so resistant to any change. Well, it's hard to change that game, though. It's, it's just hard, hard to, to make that game. Fa- yeah, you're trying to make a but, slow okay. game, like a fast pace. In like, oh. I'm not even saying that you have to make a fast pace. But what is this? If, oh, this big deal with a bat flip, like that's rude. That's oh, well, bastardizing that's... the game. Like that. Like baseball doesn't even allow that stuff. Well, that's and it's see, like a you. And right now, old you, school. Right. That's just what it is. And right it's now, showing me up. It's showing you up. And that's what but hurts. Who cares? Does that really bother anybody? You know what I'm saying? And and to me, we're at such a you know, you were talking about this with hockey, and you could say it for basketball too. Yeah, I think there are seasons. three sports where you have such really great young talent, baseball included with it, because you have uh, now in New York, you have Stanton and Judge. Right. You have players like Bryce Harper, like Mike Trout. Truly, I w- Machado, say, you have generational players. You've got two on the Mets, though. You've got two great pitchers. You do have like two Rom great pitchers, absolutely. I will say, even like. You've got I, two guys that when you, you would pay to go watch them these pitch. Yeah. Kershaw. Kershaw. You have so many really great stars right. in this league, and it's like, why do we have to 
every time you see a, the littlest bit of their personality. But it is a, oh, it is a totally regional regional. It sport, is a regional though. sport, absolutely. Because you're playing 162 games, and basically you already know that the Yankees are going to be in, the Nationals are going to be in, the Cubs are going to be in, the Indians are going to be in. You have like pretty much you know some teams that are going and to it's win their division. 162 games. So, but, I mean, but the thing is. If the Yankees and the Red Sox are in a pennant race, you're going to watch more of it if you like the Yankees or the Red Sox. You don't care if, if Milwaukee's 20 games out or Pittsburgh's 20 games out. Exactly. You really care. If the Mets are in it battling the Nationals, you don't care if the rest of the National League, if the Marlins lost the 100. You don't care. Right. You want you want my team to be in it so I get a chance to win the World Series. Then you're going to go right. it and watch and going it. Going along with the game, I feel like that's one way if they want to make it more important. Like, lower the games because, like, at least... Yeah, I know never, that they, I know that they never will, but I'm saying like that's the reason why it's so hard to market because it's like okay, you want to watch like just like a football, oh a Browns like Jets game. I know I'm picking out like two like right. horrible teams, but you know what? There's only 16 games. Right. That like one win or one loss could change the whole course of both their seasons. Exactly. I'm not going to care about some exactly. like like a double header game in the middle of the, the season. That yeah. if they win or lose it, it's not going to like it's gonna matter in a win or right. but it doesn't matter in the long the stretch thing at is, all. I don't, it's I hard don't, to market that. Yeah, into baseball until like end of June, beginning of July. Right, yeah. So now I got, see what the Yankees are doing in the beginning of July. Then I know the trade deadline's coming. That's the team I'm going to see from July and August, September. Because right. they're going to make a move if they're in it. If Base, they're not in it, yeah. it's like any other thing. I'm not going to worry about it as much. I would say baseball is a good filler sport, and it has a uh, an advantage in the sense that it is on when all three of the other sports are off. So right. then I'm like, all they right, I'm kind of missing sports. I can watch a baseball game in the summer. Right. But like right now with basketball and hockey heating up, I'm not going to pay that's attention a, that's to exactly it. That's exactly it. Like baseball starts like when I because I am a casual basketball. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. So I don't sit around and watch. You know. You know every game every of the week, day. but I will. I watch pretty like the a big, decent like amount the throughout the season. I watch LeBron. I watch right. the I watch the Rockets, Warriors. Watch I don't. I don't have a pre- yeah exactly. So they can market their stars. Really oh, well. and yeah. in basketball, they let the guys have fun, and it's it's funner to watch. And the personalities are the personalities, and especially for the younger fan, we like that stuff. And like I, we, you well, know, I can attest to that with the hockey. I love hockey, but they're they're so like stuff like they're so boring and stuff. Like I will watch basketball just because they'll get you hyped up. They will be like actual. Yeah. They look like kids who are just playing, like freaking out, having fun, and like. That's enjoying well, to watch so sometimes. There's a lot of great stories you're talking about in Major League Baseball. There's a, this is a great time now for the NBA also. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's what I was saying. I will, I will say I know more names in baseball now than I ever have just because of like how good it is. But it's still it's coming up to the time where now all the like basketball, hockey, well, they have all these great and, names. And football is still number one. Basketball football is number still two. number yeah. one. And yes. then baseball is third, especially – Old, you know, skewing older, fifty or older, watch baseball more. Yeah, it's the more NBA, of a casual. The NFL is 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 younger, and and that's the the what's what's helping the NFL good publicity, bad publicity. That young guys still want to watch. It. If it gets to a point where you start losing the younger guys in football, they'll really be screwed. Right, which I think in the next five ten years you if, could see. Yes, if it happens with injuries and whatever, but yeah. baseball has lost like the younger crew to basketball by far. I think. Oh yeah, I think we're looking at right now we're laying the groundwork for basketball to take football as the number one. In the because next like, ten years, next was, ten years. Well, 10 think years. about look, look at the commissioners. Right, Adam Silver's a very forward thinking commissioner. 
in the way uh, he's positioning the sport to be ready for, like he, he fought hard for gambling. He knows how big of a market that is, right? He's right. helping lead the NBA into that era, which yeah. I think is going to, to help the NBA greatly. But the thing well, about also, the NBA is, though, and I'm sorry to cut you no, off, that you can play it all over the world, the NBA. Yes, absolutely. Basketball, they're known all over the world. Jordan's known... Yeah. Jordan still know. He's been he, retired for 20 years. Uh-huh. We still know Michael Jordan because uh-huh. of the sneakers. We know LeBron. We know Steph Curry. They, these guys are marketed throughout the world. Where at football, it's, I don't care what you want to say, we're going to London to play two games. Who cares? Uh-huh. I, I, no, I was going to say, I think a good way, because you want to bring up Fortnite, I think a good way to tie it in, like yeah, especially yeah, how to uh, captivate the young audiences, is... What well, things are all, doing? Fortnite yeah, is, explain to us. Right. Fortnite. Well, like, I'll, I'll yeah, get yeah, into so. the 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 thing. Like for like um, Fortnite in China is this game that's blowing up. You know, everywhere social right. media. It's like it's what is it? Xbox? Or? It, well, it's in everything. You have Xbox, PlayStation, PC. Now it's on your phone. You can get it. Right. It's everywhere. It's essentially a game where it's just like you and a group of either one to four people. You can pick like however many, and then there's this big giant map, and you just. All, there's a hundred people in the game, and you and your group, or if you're solo, whatever, you just parachute into this map, and then it's like that. It's like a cartoon, like survival game. You have to like use a pickaxe. You get like tools and like that. Like you can get like you know supplies. You can build stuff. You get guys. It's just, it's just these very like quick games. Like the matches can last like you know five to like you know thirty minutes depending on if you. I've played it. I like a game. There's a, play, a game called like Players Unknown Battlegrounds, like PUBG. I like that one better. It's like more of like right. a realistic. What is the hook it's, with Fortnite though? Why the, are so many people? It's like, just like NBA it's taken over social media, and it's it just like how long has it been around? It's been around really. Like the, I don't know how long the game itself came out because the game itself, like Fortnite, is a totally different game entirely. It's like a four versus endless waves of thing, like survival game. Right. But they do this thing called Battle Royale, where it's just you versus a hundred people online, right. and it's just very quick matches, very fun. To, and like I don't know why, it, but it's just market. Like you said, like Twitch, the person who like gets fifty thousand dollars a month to stream it, it's just it blows up. But that's where we're. I wanted to tie it into like the. Uh, with marketing into kids and like going younger, right, like right. NHL, what they're doing right now is they have an NHL 18 like tournament, like you know NHL like online the video game. You can play like you can sign up. It's like you can do a tournament and you can do this in esports. Right. They have these little they have these leagues like every like basketball team has like these esports leagues affiliated with them where like you could be like. A, a stream like a game or like paid to just literally play or you're, you're my player who's like your created guy mm-hmm. and you just get yourself to like you grind up you play seasonal games you get your guy to a 99 overall and then you play these like tournaments against play like they have them built in like you know that like the NBA is doing like Shaq has his own like you yeah. know esports team now like they're for some reason major league gaming is like blowing up like that's why games like Fortnite are like you know Combined, it's going to be Fortnite today. People watch these guys just. Yeah, play. it's going to be Fortnite today, but it's been I mean, games. Really? I mean, I know it's so I hard to. to I might to this podcast, but I'm not going to watch some guy. No, I trust me. It's hard. It's hard for me even as a kid to like understand. But that's what kids like, especially now, like do. They watch like streamers play these games. They'll watch them play like a Fortnite, or I was talking about like a Rocket League, right, or like right. Overwatch, or all these different games. And you can now make money 
by just playing these games and have people watch oh, you. Is that one guy makes a half a million? Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah it's, a, 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 a month. Um, yeah, it's insane. Yeah, a month by just by What's like ads. Uh, his name is like Ninja and stuff like Ninja. that. And he he gets um, all these. Yeah, I he saw got, that. He got Drake and Travis Scott to be on the stream. But that's the thing. It's these games that are very like marketable and easy in public. And then you got so these that's why basketball smart. They're in this yeah. game now too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they're they're smart. They're marketing. They get because okay, today it's Fortnite. Everybody's love, but I wouldn't say Fortnite in general is the best game ever made. Like whatever, it's, it's just a fun like one off game. But tomorrow, next month is going to be a different game. And it's going to be a different game after that. Like it's just that for some reason. It's just yeah, esports, live streaming, Twitch, all those people online, like YouTube stars. Like, who could be a star on Twitch now? But you can, like, now, you know, 10 years ago, you could, but now you can. And so that's what it is. Now, just like these people are like online celebrities. So then they will get, like, uh, there was a video like Carl Anthony Towns was like live streaming himself playing, like, you know, from the NBA. And then you got players like, you know, Drake, I mean, like, you know, rappers who are just like live streaming. Because it's another social media platform almost to get your name out there right. so it's like you're marketing these younger kids and that's what's good with uh, the nhl and the nba even because they have these they're making they're getting fans and they're getting these leagues and get all these young appeal by just having little like tournaments of playing our virtual game like and here we're getting fans we're getting you know like just make your my player get drafted to the rockets or whatever and then well you could play in our tournament wow. it's like the, the way that you can market like that, and that's what's something like even in baseball you don't have because like people aren't playing on beer. Like even Madden has all these like tours. I've seen like these insane matches of kids online, like on these big stages, these big crowds appeals, and it's two guys on the stage playing Madden oh, against I know. each they other. Have that on the NFL, yeah, they show. They like on a whole, they have a whole like, yeah on the whole network. They have esports now. They have a they that's have, like, what a championship like a, it's a week by week, and then they play these five, and the teams are like. You know, uh, Jared Goff's the quarterback, but Beckham's the wide receiver. Yeah, right? you can do like you ultimate can make your own teams. You the, can that's what that's what it is for anything. Backs. You can do these but like drafts. Like I went, I was, I'm watching and I'm flicking. They go, man, I go, what are they talking about, Matt? And they go, there's guys playing the game. And this is why Toys R Us is out of and business. And this is why Toys R Us is out of business. <laughs> this, but this is, that's the best way to explain this, Fortnite. It's all, it's all games are just becoming. Like, you know, games are just breaking into the social aspect of it. And now, if you want to, like, appeal a kid, oh, here, we have, and two, like, NBA, like, everybody calls it, like, 2K. It's, like, a very marketable, fun game that you can just right. play, like, you can play a match, and it's only, like, 10 minutes. So, it's, like, whatever. You can just play, like, a bunch of them. So, that you just get a lot of, like, appeal by these kids. Because wow. for some reason, that is and, amazing. like, everybody, like, now, it's, like, a lot of people love to see, like, these live streams. That's why, like, Twitter... Instagram, Facebook, they have these live streaming services, Twitch, like make, like all these different types of live streaming things. And you can just, you can just make half a million dollars a month you guys are if you're entertaining money. enough to watch yeah, to play a game. Wow. So that's that's the so best that's way I can Fortnite. explain it. It's the fad right now, but there's going to be a new game well, next month. Be, well, wait, maybe and, you guys should devise one. Well, trust me, if I can make a Fortnite. And that's the thing, too. Fortnite well, is very basic. It's just you drop into a map, you gather supplies, and you try to be the last one alive. And it's a very so basic have, thing. It's a killing game? You have shooting? Yeah, but it's like a very cartoony game. There's no, like, blood, like, all the things oh, okay. you find. Like, there's no, you don't have to, like, you know, do all this, like... 
It's not a very challenging game, oh, okay. I would say. It's just a very fun game that you can play five or ten matches. It's like Call like, of Duty or things it, like it that. It is similar to Call of Duty because in the sense that like people will... I mean, not like nearly as realistic looking, but it's just like, oh, this is a popular game. And like Call of Duty, they have tournaments. That was one of the biggest watched esports games for years. It's just... Whatever is popular and now, Fortnite's broken into it. Wow, there you go with Fortnite. And that's what I'm saying. Like, now we're all caught up. Yeah, we I just are. think it's funny that, like I was saying, like even the uh, NBA stars like yeah, streaming yeah, themselves. That's playing what I'm it. hearing. It's, it's huge. All right, I want to just talk about. We got just one minute on this. We got the Masters yep. coming up next week. Tiger oh, yeah. in the field. Who are you taking? I'm taking the field because you were saying below Conjure, Tiger has been coming in the second or third tournaments. Right, he's right. like he's trying to. Maybe people are thinking, oh, maybe he can win a major Neither or something glory, again. Get one more major, like one more. This is probably the best thing for him, right? Like the way this is, like to come back and do it at the Masters. I'm going with the field, though. Yeah, I me think, too. Like, yeah. I think like you can't put him as the prohibitive favorite. I, Look, Talk about another sport with an influx of really good young talent. Golf is there, it too. Is, it, it is. is. It's, it's you know, they want, people want to see that last hurrah. Because you, right? would you rather see I was, it? I was about to ask that. Since we're, we all said, like, no, he's not going to make But now, would you want to see is that what you, Would you want to see Tiger win? I don't care if Tiger wins it or not. I, 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 I could personally see, not like, care. It would be the won. same thing. Like, if many people want to see Tiger win it, they want to see Phil Mickelson win. Right, you know what I mean. Those are yeah. the, the the best. The dream scenario for the for, for the Masters, and it's going to get ratings anyway. Yeah, is I Tiger and Phil. Yeah, match together on Sunday. i with let's say Dustin Johnson and or or uh, Spieth. I was say, yeah, like that. Yeah. I was say like the Bad two older guys. That would be great. The, Jason, those, yeah. you want to see because you've never the seen two older guys. These two guys guy, yeah. in their prime. Tiger Woods blew the field away, and it's interesting to see. Even though he's better, his back is better. Can he play with these guys? Because all these guys looked up to Tiger with growing up. Right. And now they're doing the exact same thing he does. They're not intimidated by Tiger. No. And I think sometimes they get tired of hearing about Tiger. Right. They're going to say the right things. but like, Well, because that's the thing. I, too, you, you know Tiger as a name. Right. Even though he hasn't Tiger won in forever, you know golf him. because he's the, you know... Uh, you know, and he, he could drive the ball out, drive it. They had the tiger proof. And he was one of the whatever. first, like, talking about, like, oh, and like, letting Asian, you do whatever you, know, you want. Asian, African-American, and everybody's like, oh, my God, this guy is, like, so great right. in the game. And he did things that, but he was, one of the guys was that was in shape. Right. He could do things that they could do. Now they're all in shape. Yeah, so they're talking about, like, you know, like, showing at least personality, not like his, but, like, he would throw his club or get angry and stuff. Like, guys would never think to do that before. No, and he would he be, a, like, a guy. Like, you'd watch he, it. He did, the sport would do anything to have Tiger come to your tournament. That was the key. When he comes to tournaments, are people still following? Because you want to see either him, there's people want to see him succeed, want to see him fail. But to me, he made, he won a ton of tournaments. He did what he had to do. He got hurt. Players get hurt all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's a shame. Guys yeah. in their career sooner than whatever. And then he had the – the thing is, when he had the issues, it was like when Mike Tyson got knocked out. The invincibility is gone. Yeah, once that yeah, goes yeah. – The air of it. Once yeah. that – like, the Now they can say, like, you, know, yeah. the, you know, your wife took the, the eight iron to the back of your car. Yeah. You got pulled over for this. You're, you had to come on TV and admit that you had to go because you had all these other – you know, had women issues right. too. And yeah, the whole like you're saying that thing where he was on like where he was clearly like under some like you know drug or something right. when he was like pulled Driving over like whoa. So now that part of like this 
oh, there's tiring. Like, yeah, okay, but did your wife take the eight iron to the club? You know what I mean? You got the divorce. You know, you don't want to see people go through that. But when you walk out there anymore. Well, they're not intimidated. They're not intimidated. Yeah. I, I don't think, think you're going to intimidate probably... McElroy. You're going to intimidate Spieth there. No, because they've done it more. They've done it they've and won. they've, they've done, done it more recently. recently. They've yeah. won. Had they not won and he's back, they'd be like, geez, am I ever going to win now? Tigers here? Right. He's finishing third. He's finishing fourth. He's second. It's like, yeah, he was a great talent. He did so much for golf, but. If he doesn't win, I mean, he now it's been well. like nine, ten years since he's won. Oh, yeah, it's been a long time since he's won. But and I think it, it too, doesn't diminish I, what he did. No, it doesn't. But I'm also thinking for me, I was like kind of young when he was like. I don't even remember him like really winning when he was in his prime. Right. So for me too, it's not like oh, I can you know see like the good old days of Tigers winning again. I was like, I didn't. I never really noticed right. it. And I could see like, it on YouTube. If yeah, you I could really see it. And like I was in the for me like the guys who I'm like he watching. Was, he was, was like Jordan, McElroy, I'll say this. McElroy. He went to a tournament. The tournament went up. Right. Oh uh, yeah, he brought there. in ratings. He did everything and because oh my god, this guy was like unlike anything else. But he never had the rival. Yeah. Like you know, what I mean, because it was basically him. If he was trailing going into the final round, he never he didn't win. Mm-hmm. But when he would go wire to wire, nobody was going to beat him. Yep. And that's the thing with him. And he had, but can he show these guys? I think people would love it'd be a great story if he won. Like he beat Spieth and Fowler and Day and Johnson Johnson and, you know, and, and Phil. Is he going to make a run? Because he just won a couple of weeks ago uh, at Mickelson. Or he finished second, I think. Or no, he won a tournament uh, like about a month ago at Mickelson. And he hadn't won in a while. So. Hmm. Are they going to come back and play? But we, yeah, I would all say the field on. Uh, I, yeah, I would just look. I think Tiger Woods is in the mix, but I think that yeah. I'd rather say he'll be close than he has been recent years. Yes. But and I'm not saying he's going to win, but I'm saying if you made me pick between Tiger oh. and the field, I would well, say let's put it this way: and I, he'll make the cut and play all four rounds too. Yeah, yeah. I, I, he's going to play on Sunday. He's going to be wearing his Bold red and black. Yeah, he'll wear his red on that. And just to say this, and I know I know when we're putting the podcast out, but Villanova is going to win the whole thing. For the, uh, you think Villanova is going to do it two out of three years? I'm gonna, they're going to beat out. Uh, you know, we're not. Gonna Are they playing about. Kentucky tonight? Uh, no, Kansas, Kansas, oh, well, Kansas, yeah, Villanova. Kansas. It's Loyola Chicago Michigan. against Michigan, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to go with Villanova because because Jay, Jay Wright's Wright, handsome. He looks like George Clooney. Yes, and he we does like George, George Clooney. He does Google. I, I, I will Google. He does. He does kind of resemble these. Always has a very nice pocket square, which I'll throw that out to Zach, too. Exactly. So we're going to end the uh, podcast here. So I want to say thanks to Stephen. Thank you. You're welcome. Michael, thank you. You're welcome. And uh, wherever Zach is on this assignment, uh, I hope he's well. Doing like like many things. And he can make it back to us. So that ends another edition of Passes Prime Podcast. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace. Mic drop.